0: This episode of After The Show is brought to you by Odyssey. Odyssey are makers of headphones for gamers and audiophiles alike. You can check them out on www.audeze.com That's www.audeze.com all listening to the after the show movie podcast from ascully.com. you can find this podcast on the itunes music store google play youtube voice assistants just say listen to after the show movie podcast and you can also find us on ascully.com where we post written reviews with that out of the way here are your hosts ace Gully and sit happy birthday to you happy birthday to you you talking to me? Happy birthday to Sid Tal. Happy birthday to you. You
1: realize that's for the whole world to hear. Well, it's just mainly for you. <laughs> well, now the world has access to it, but I appreciate it. Thank you. Today is my 53rd birthday. Yeah, boy. Anyone who wants to rip off my identity, now you know. You just have to figure it out.
0: You don't. <laughs> So how how is your 53rd birthday? It's
1: been perfect, of m- course. My mother, mother came to visit. She I got her outside sweeping up leaves for me. She's 79, so I put her to work. Uh, we had a sad day yesterday because it was my brother-in-law's funeral slash celebration of life party thing. And so we had a rough day yesterday. So today she came by here, and I made her a delicious lunch. And I purchased something for myself, what I buy for myself.
0: Uh, some new speakers for the car.
1: Right. So new cheap, shitty speakers. No, let's not get it wrong. These aren't like fancy boom No, boxes. they're not
0: cheap. They're, they're just, they're they may just not be shitty. Standard. I have a
1: Ford Fiesta and I, have, I listen to music so loud that since 2011, that I keep my cars for a very long time, I turn the music up so loud that uh, I pretty much destroy any speakers so it's time to replace. So that was my birthday gift to myself and we are going to attempt to install them ourselves when they come. And uh, I
0: already watched uh, the videos of how to install them, so I, fe- excellent. I feel like I watched both videos today, and I know how to do it now.
1: And I got these fantastic Bluetooth headphones from my husband, which is you. So today was all about audio. I got the, spe- the headphones, I got some new speakers. Oh, my yeah. mother gave me a card that was signed by several of my my nieces nephews, great nieces and nephews. And nephews. Um, so it was really good, just like a perfect,
0: perfect day. And what else did we do? We We watched watched a movie.
1: (laughs) I thought thought that was a trick question.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And so it is Saturday, November the 7th, your favorite day, cake day.
1: Pretty close. I haven't had any cake.
0: And it's after the show, 658. We are a movie review podcast. And this week we're looking at the movie Spontaneous. It's a 2020 release. It's available now um, in a disturbing trend for discs during this COVID times. We're going, we seem to be going back to DVD, Sid Talk. There are several releases. Really? Yeah. Um, this, this one included, but several releases recently are DVD only. No Blu-ray or 4K, just DVD. And inside that, but luckily, DVD nowadays is very dated, right? What? Well, it's 20 odd years old technology. Sure. Our TVs are much higher definition, so DVDs don't look very good. So fortunately, when you buy the DVD of this movie, you get a digital code for the high definition version, but you've got to have the internet for that. So, you know, it's a weird turn of events to go back to DVD. (laughs) And I said to you, what is it all about? They just want you to have the digital, but they've got to put something in the stores. Who knows? Anyway, this movie's out now on streaming services, or you can pick up this DVD and it contains a digital code. So you can watch it on the streaming services. Voodoo uh, was the code that we watched. It's rated R. It's from our friends at Paramount who sent us a copy for review. And Sid Talk will give you the synopsis without spoiling anything. It'll just be the synopsis.
1: Uh, An explosive love story. Hey, did I win? You win. Because that's what the box says.
0: All right, so there will be spoilers from this point onwards. And I'm just going to say the synopsis and there's going to be spoilers. (laughs) <laughs> so I wouldn't really want you to... I, let's just say straight up front, we both really lo- love this movie. And we'd like you all to see it.
1: <laughs> well, not everybody will love it.
0: I, I don't know. I, I really recommend this movie. So
1: I know you do, but not everybody will get it. And some people will be very disappointed in some of the stuff. So I wouldn't say everybody. If you have a good sense of humor and a slight sense of doom <laughs> and you like dark humor... It's a good one. But up front,
0: this synopsis is going to spoil something. It's good. We went in; both of us went into this not knowing anything, right? True. And uh, it was great that way. So here we go. This is the real synopsis, not Sid Talks. Get ready for the outrageous coming-of-age love story about growing up and blowing up. When students in a school begin exploding, literally, seniors Mara and Dylan struggle to survive in a world where each moment may be their last. Yeah. That's exactly what it's about.
1: It is, actually.
0: So it's based on the novel by Aaron Starmer. Um, and it's a, you know, it starts off like, well, it actually shows its cards immediately, doesn't it?
1: Yep, somebody, immediately, which someone, I loved. I loved Yeah,
0: somebody blows up in the opening sequence. So um, it is a comedy, but it's also, I see it as more of like a... Um, it's more of a drama than a comedy if you t- if you subtract like the outrageousness part i don't know
1: I find it it's all humor with a bit of like you know
0: but it gets kind of dark at times and it's very, very dark emotional and quite dramatic as well true, you know there are parts where where are extremely sad in the middle of this comedy thing, there are parts that are, you are like that's you like, the
1: beauty of it though
0: yeah, and it's got like a Kind of too cool for school, kind of vibe. I thought at the beginning, but then I, you know,
1: that fell apart pretty cool. I mean, it fell away. I felt it like did,
0: it did, but at the beginning, uh, the first 10 minutes or so, I was like, oh, you know, this is real. Is this going to be real hipstery? Kind of, you know, you what weren't
1: I'm giving saying? it a chance,
0: but then yeah, it fell away. Obviously, it's about like, how old are these kids?
1: 18, 17, 18.
0: Seventeen, eighteen year olds and everything that goes along with 2020 20, 17, eighteen year olds. Which is social media and I
1: feel I didn't feel any of that. I felt like it was appropriate. Not pushing it, not over the top. It seemed actually right to me.
0: And what did you uh what did you like about this and what did it didn't you well let's say what what did you like about it first?
1: About the whole movie?
0: About just yeah, the plot, the whole thing.
1: I just it I laughed and I cried. And I love everybody in it. I think everybody does a great job. I like this. The sentiment was pretty, to me, pretty apparent fairly quickly. This is a bunch of seniors. They're going to be graduating. And in life, some people, not everybody, some people start realizing very quickly that, you know, life kind of sucks. (laughs) Bad things happen. And it's very difficult to get around it and to keep moving forward and to get over it, right? It's very difficult. And this movie is like teenagers, literally, we've already said that it is what's happening. They explode and that's it. And it's random, no explanation ever. Just so you know, there's no explanation at all. It's yeah. just, you're blowing up and there's no telling who or when or how. And that's the lesson that it you do not know what's going to happen in this life. And to get bogged down with a lot of the bullshit, just you know, you have to learn early that you need to live your life. Is essentially what the lesson was, and I liked it. It wasn't preachy about it. It was heavy-handed, right? Because oh, you could blow up, <laughs> or you can fill in all your college college forms and do it and pretend like nothing's going wrong, and but.
0: I, I- I liked the um there's kind of an edgy seatness to it even though it's like a breezy kind of comedy going along but there's a you know once you realize that like anybody can blow up at any time
1: it's not anybody it's just the seniors i
0: mean of the, the cast of the movie
1: and well no the parents aren't blowing up oh not the parents no, no. just but the they, kids. anybody
0: in the room in, in the yeah they all get they all get uh, quarantined at one point and they're all in this big kind of what would you call it
1: just like a tent yeah, like a... Well, E.T. is the reference. E.T. E. <laughs> it's made sense. And when you realize
0: that at any moment, and, you know, they can just blow up, you are... On the edge of your seat, there was one scene which was really heartfelt, like two people talking to each other, and I was convinced one of them was about to blow up. Cause oh, yeah, like, me too. Oh, they're really, like, they're really making this emotional, this scene. Oh, no, somebody... And <laughs> and, and, the, and in that instance, the person didn't blow up, and I was like, whoo,
1: Whew, Whew like, Relief, yeah. So yeah. The,
0: So that kind of, it brings that to it, which is like, it's kind of stressful.
1: But that's the lesson that you don't know what's going to happen every minute of your life. Exactly. We'll go back to my brother-in-law who had been ill, had a heart, bad heart problem. But even my sister says, I didn't think it was time. Like I didn't think he was that bad. And we had other things planned and other things to do. And then you don't. Right. So you don't. That's it.
0: Yes, Exactly. And they, these, Don't mean to be a
1: downer, but that's what this movie is about, which was kind of good and and refreshing for for this weekend.
0: Yeah, but you, it's um, it's very funny in parts. The observations that they make are funny, and the guy's like a movie fan, so they like movie references in there that are funny. The E. T. specifically. There's
1: even an X Files reference. Little, yeah,
0: they, in fact, we've been watching a lot of X Files recently because we're watching the whole thing, right? Yep. So um, as this was starting to unfold, I was like, this is like an X-Files, but like much better than an X-Files. Because yeah. we watched an X-Files last night that was actually kind of bad, right? The one with uh, Jesse from Breaking Bad.
1: Um, I don't know if any of them were bad. Some of them were just boring. But that kinda. one last
0: night was kind of like, it was, the idea was fine, but like it just didn't seem to, it didn't work at the end of it. You were like, Yeah, oh, no. I agree. So this, I was like, oh, this feels like what a really good X-File would be. Because, like, you know. <laughs> And then they mentioned Scully and I was like, oh that's funny. Like so you know, it's got this oddness to it. Obviously this thing sort of thing doesn't happen in real life. But it could, right? I guess. Uh, maybe not this, maybe no. a virus <laughs>
1: outbreak. Yeah, but you could also just die of a brain aneurysm or a heart attack or get a tree fall on your head. I mean, it's just it's just a metaphor, and she even jokes and says when she drops her bottle of vodka. Oh, that's like a metaphor. That's what it is. It's just saying you actually have no idea. And the uncertainty of that is what freaks people out. And this movie is kind of like, yes, there is no promise for... The next five minutes, but you know what? Go out there in the world and do your thing. That's all you can do.
0: And it makes like some political comments, like (laughs) like they're all in the plastic tent, and like the guy from Washington comes to kind of talk to them.
1: What are you actually doing for us? Yeah,
0: and he's like, uh, it's kind of just exactly how politicians and people talk. Exactly, just nothing coming out of his mouth. I loved it. (laughs) Yeah, so there's that, and there's even like you know this movie even has like a it'll date it. Ter- terribly won it but there's even like a trump uh, yeah. kind of dig. So. yeah that
1: that won't 20 years from now that won't be today as it f- relevant today <laughs> i felt funny when we uh i mean it depends on your point of view but well
0: we we haven't even mentioned this but to, on the podcast everybody knows by now but today we got a new president right
1: well, you're... No, well, we wait. didn't
0: get him today, but we get him on a 20th also, of January. Also,
1: you just always believe everything. You see that that's how it is. We're going to have to wait, because we don't know. Well, it's true now, right? And I'm not saying it isn't true. I'm saying we don't know what the process is going to be to get there in the end. I watched Kamala have,
0: Harris um, give her speech this morning. Which I is get what good. you're
1: saying, but you also completely discount that there will be contentions about it. They so, will, but it won't right. stop
0: him being the president. It doesn't
1: matter. It, but that you still don't know until it happens.
0: Well... Okay, maybe there'll be a new president, like this movie. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. May-
1: That's what I'm saying. You do not know.
0: Well, I do. Know. Until
1: the shit hits the fan. You know. I mean, there are, the blood blows up in your face.
0: <laughs> anyway, this movie makes a stab at Trump, and today it seemed like it was made It was like made yesterday, like it was trying to... <laughs> I mean, this movie was made this year, so they
1: How'd knew. How'd they do that? Um, it was made in... Uh, Surely they didn't make it in 2020. They might have filmed it in 2019. They must have,
0: they must have filmed it at the end of last year or yeah. the beginning of this year, I guess. Because if you remember, January and February of this year were fine. You could do what you want. Pretty much. So maybe it was made then. Maybe. But it, it does feel very on the pulse of today when you're watching it.
1: Mm. Well, it's but, really just on the pulse of being alive in the world. Yeah. You know, they're just all the little trinkets and all the little shiny objects, you know, social media and the way that kids are. But bi- even down to being quarantined? But the real idea is absolutely timeless. It isn't anything to do with now. It's to do with being a human in the world.
0: And it was filmed in Canada. And I noticed a few shots near the beginning where they were trying to kind of hide the snow. <laughs> Did you notice uh-uh. that? There was snow in the background, even though there was not snow. It wasn't supposed to be a place with snow, but there was snow in the background. And, and they kind of did that bokeh, what do you call it, depth of field a bit to get rid of snow. That's funny. Yeah. I was like, why is it snowing over there? Oh, okay. That Afterwards, when I looked it up, I was like, that's why. Because it always snows in Canada.
1: That's not accurate. But they were
0: trying to palm this off as like... Um,
1: we know that's not accurate.
0: Not, this wasn't supposed to be a movie in Canada, though. It was supposed to be an American school. Yeah. So they were just trying to hide it. But I guess when you do these lower budget movies, you can just hide it that way. So, um, what, um, now, like you said, this movie doesn't have any, uh, resolution, really.
1: Oh, you mean why everyone's exploding? Yeah. They're kids. So if
0: you, if, if that bothered
1: you. (laughs) Yeah, that could bother you.
0: I don't care really in anything. Why? For an explanation. No.
1: in some things I do. This one, I didn't. I understood what they were trying to get a lot, get at and if you gave it an explanation then that erases the purpose of telling you that you do not know what tomorrow and today are going to bring. So if you explain it and you say, "Oh, well, all of the kids who exploded um were getting too excited or they all just drank a bottle of Pepsi or that you then you would have an explanation and everyone would feel better. This way you just take it for what it is.
0: I did get a feeling like about halfway through the movie that it was like the even when she gives a speech towards the end about like, she's sorry that it's because of her and all that. I had the feeling it was because of her, even though it, it turns out it wasn't.
1: Mm, I didn't.
0: But I kept thinking, what's the common denominator when somebody blows up? Well, she's there. That's it. <laughs> you know, all, all, like I kept thinking that. oh so, so what is it? Is it something that she's doing or? You Know, but it's not that kind of movie. It's, it's funny that she goes to the prom in the carry dress, <laughs> uh, even though, like you said, it was kind of wasted because <sighs> you didn't blow them all up. But at that the prom. was
1: almost also clever that you didn't feed that need in me. Um, so uh,
0: let's go on to the cast, which is ex- exceptionally good, I think. Yeah, Cat- very good. Catherine Langford, who you will have seen in Knives Out recently, um. Plays Mara Carlyle. She's how, she's the main person in the movie, really. And uh, she's very good. She's real natural. That's what I liked about her. Yes. She's not like overly... She just seems like a high school student to me.
1: I mean, like, she seems like a charmer, a young actress trying to be the charming teenage girl who's natural a little bit, but I still like
0: her. We also saw her in Love, Simon, which uh, we liked that movie too, right? love Simon, remember that one yeah it was good um yes yeah, we really don't have good.
1: one brain by the way everyone we don't agree on everything just so he he's trying to present it that way like we like that one don't we we like peas don't we do we I like don't... coffee <laughs> do we like fresh air honey do we what i really liked about
0: <laughs> Catherine langford is um how when she starts to fall apart towards the end and uh it's really sad. I felt really sad for her. Like oh, she's I totally really, did.
1: Me too. That's she, what made me cry.
0: Because she starts drinking a lot. And then just being kind of pathetic.
1: I love that when she went to the store, like yeah, all the grown
0: That's one of my favorite The past.
1: grown-ups are all afraid of the kids. Not afraid like it's catching or anything, but they, they just, just stop telling them what to do. So she goes in and grabs two bottles of booze and she just walks out of the store and nobody everyone knows They just look at her because it's a small town and it's only happening in this one small town so everyone knows who the seniors are so they just look at her like okay just do whatever you want because you know what if you were the guy who took away her booze and then she exploded you'd feel really bad so you're just like (laughs) plus her boyfriend had just exploded
0: but when she's in that downward spiral it's just heartbreaking like you're like it's the way she plays it is really good and, and quite funny as well, because the part where she's making a cocktail in front yes. of my dad. Um, so I think she was excellent. And uh, Hayley Law plays Tess. This is her best friend.
1: She's really good. I love Tess.
0: Um, She is, you know, I, I one thing I've complaint I have about Tess is I don't think she was in it enough. I agree. Like there was a big swaths of the movie where I was like, oh, she needs a friend right now. And I don't see her. Where is she? Like, she's gone. You know, she just seemed. I these... think
1: part of what they're trying to say about this character is she does deal with things on her own. She's very bold, and she's the the friend who's kind of wacky and a little bit wild. But ultimately, she's kind of a loner person. You know what I mean? She's yeah. not. She doesn't try to be needy or whatever, and, and she's think... not
0: like the perfect person because when no, we meet exactly. her, she's like doing mushrooms, and she's <laughs> you know she's a bit wild. Let's say a little bit. Um, Charlie Plummer... Plays Dylan. He's the... Uh, I was going to say he's the love interest for her, but that puts him down a bit, doesn't it? Yeah. Because he's more than that. I mean, he's kind of like the heart of the movie with her. What do you think of Charlie?
1: I loved him and thought he was really, really good. You know, like,
0: the scene where she took him to the barn and they dance? Mm-hmm. It felt like they were a real couple. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? It yeah. was really good acting. Like They were very, like, close together. Um, I was watching. I was like, "Are these are these really a couple?" I didn't look that up because it would have spoiled the mystery for (laughs) me. But um, it seemed very—I don't know—that's acting, I guess. Correct. Just figured it out
1: (laughs) just after you've seen like ten thousand movies.
0: Yeah, like those people are acting, and they've fooled me into thinking they're a couple. Piper Perabo, who we've not seen for a long time, plays Angela. If you're an old person like me and you, you're definitely—I
1: beg your pardon.
0: Well, you're definitely old. Look, at your number's turned over today. That's true. Um, Piper Parabo Parabo, was uh, the lead actress in the movie Coyote Ugly, which was a big... I don't know why that movie was such a big deal at the time. Because it's not very good.
1: Everyone said it was bad. Nobody liked it.
0: Was that why it was... It was was, was like a showgirl situation. Yeah. Like it was a bad movie. Yeah, it it was... I think it was a Michael Bay movie, if I'm not mistaken.
1: It was bad. Yeah, it was about... What was it about, even? Well, she was a writer, songwriter, and then she had to go to work at this bar because she was broke.
0: And they dance on the bar. And they and dance
1: stuff. on the bar, and it's sort of like, well, you got to do this while you're, you know.
0: It was very bad. Anyway, I think she did a good job in this movie. She plays the mother.
1: Yeah, I mean, she's very neutral, but I like that about this mother. She wasn't, like, overly emotional. I thought the parents were good.
0: She seemed like a real mother, though, to mm-hmm. me. And the father, Rob Hubel. Who I believe I've seen somewhere before, but I don't recall him. But he was very good. This is directed by Brian Duffield. And uh, it's his first actual directed movie. He, he did a short movie. But this one, he's the writer of Love and Monsters, which is a, re- a movie we reviewed two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Which we I, I really liked Love and Monsters. I thought it was really fun. Yeah, it was fun. really fun. And this guy's this is his first movies directed. And I, like I say earlier, this is... Based on a book, um, and it's well directed. Like this movie, while it's gory, gruesome because there's blood and stuff. There's just
1: blood and a very little bits of stuff.
0: Yeah, and goop and and stuff. A little bit. It's done in a way where it's abrupt, but then it doesn't linger on it.
1: You so, never see the exploding person. No,
0: you just maybe sometimes you see like a ton of blood just fall from the ceiling yeah. or
1: something. It's, it's
0: really. Or just... But it's always shocking every single time it happens. Because you're like, who was that? Sometimes you're not even aware who it was, right? You don't... It's not actually a person you even know. You it know? never
1: is, hardly. Yes. Yeah.
0: So that, like... Sometimes you're like, oh, no, is it Tess? Like, I don't know who it I was is.
1: terrified it would be Tess. Yeah. The friend.
0: So uh, I liked how it was directed, because it was directed kind of like one just a regular high school movie. But then... Wasn't too artistic or anything. There was moments where they played music, and there was a moment—the time when she when they played—I don't know what the song was—and she was looking at the camera. I thought that was well done because the lyrics to it were really yeah spot on.
1: There was a little bit of funky editing here and there. The shots lingered on weird things for a long time. When I was like, I "Think that was artisticness?" No, I don't think so. I Think there were some mistakes in there. But
0: so, uh, IMDb re- reviews. What did what? what
1: That's when you find reviews where people say they hate this movie.
0: Yeah, and this movie's really new, so let's see if we can even find many. Somebody's going to hate it. I mean, let's be
1: honest. Somebody's got to hate it. Well,
0: there's only 44 reviews so far.
1: All right, here we go.
0: Number one. This is a guy from IMDb, not my um, opinions. Okay. Kaiser Wright says, This is god-awful. I think that's a joke. Okay. It's cringe. It's cringe.
1: That's it. Oh, wow. That's really in-depth. Thank you. (laughs) Second guy here says,
0: after watching, this guy's much longer and wordier. (laughs) He says, after watching this, I can understand now why it took almost three years for Paramount to eventually pick this up. I believe Netflix bought the original distribution rights but didn't actually broadcast it and sold it off to Paramount because it's trash.
1: Goodness, this person knows too much. It says a lot
0: about this film if even the queen of Netflix, Langford, cannot have Netflix release it. And they release a lot of crap.
1: Interesting. Not accurate, but interesting.
0: This guy says,
1: Busted pile of drivel. Busted pile. (laughs) Of drivel. Okay, okay. Trying to figure that one out. What's busted mean?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I think it's the kids. Something the kids say. That's Is busted. Busted.
1: Maybe. But that sounds good. Yeah, it does
0: actually. Like <laughs> All right. sick. Pust,
1: that's a sick pile of drivel right there. That's See, that's we've turned that into a positive review. <laughs>
0: uh, and this guy says, "Wow." One out of ten. By the way, okay. this guy gives it. He says, "Wow." This movie was strange but for every strange vibe I got there was two awesome vibes. The cast was amazing and the message was real. I'm so glad I bought it. Now that doesn't seem like a one out of ten review. <laughs> no it
1: doesn't. Did they? Did he mean ten? Or maybe forgot to hit how many? Because <laughs> <laughs> I think if I default it's on one right or whatever. Yeah. That's hilarious. Uh,
0: and then finally Maybe he's
1: just torn.
0: It's like Natalie Imbruglia. <laughs>
1: Whoa. That's an old reference that's a deep right cut. there.
0: <laughs> all right, so this guy says, "The movie tries to give a non-thought-provoking message about life and that's all. There's no interesting characters or plot. I mean, the explosions are great, but it's a kids' movie and it's about life." That's a 1 out of 10 review also. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, and then finally, the only part that was funny is when people exploded randomly as you played Guess Who Is Gonna Pop. Ha ha. Ending was complete garbage and made the movie worse. I expected more people to pop, but I guess you just make a Trump joke and move on.
1: I mean, that is semi-tacky, but then it, it's, it would be tacky no matter who they mention, so.
0: I think the little speech he gives at the end, disregarding the Trump part, is very... It it's what the movie. It's the whole point of the movie. Yes,
1: I like that. Yeah,
0: and it's very cool. Like it's got some cool graphics over the top of it, and you know, you see where you see. You're like
1: in love with this movie.
0: No, I think it's a good movie. I do. Very good. I think it's um. Let's give it a score. I give it uh, nine out of ten.
1: I do too. And people can scoff and roll their eyes all they want, but you know the way we judge and score is that if a movie does what it's trying to do successfully for us as the viewer person, that's a high score. Yeah, it's, it's definitely... not comparing it, you know, I mean, it's in its league. It's a dark, humorous, romantic, comedy-slash-horror-ish. I mean, it's, it's all that mixed together, and it does all that successfully as well. If you don't like the messaging, or you don't understand it... It's not the fault of the movie.
0: Is it a feel-good Ooh, I'm movie? I'm just
1: insulting all the people who don't like it.
0: Would you call it a feel-good movie?
1: Uh, Not really, because basically she's like, we're all fucked. <laughs> Life is fucked up, and it's terrible. But it's a wonderful world. And if you don't get out there and live it, then you're not going to get another chance. So I don't oh. think that's a feel-good message, but it's a good message.
0: Yeah, and it's a, a fun message. Maybe that's my advice for the day, too. Oh. The movie's actually fun. The entire time, like, even though there are some sad parts, I feel, I felt like it was fun. I agree. Because of its tone, I guess. So, uh, there are no extras on this DVD. I didn't even put the DVD in the machine. I just put the voodoo code in and we watched it that way. I mean, DVD. You're so
1: modern, honey. What are we?
0: 1998? (laughs) That's when, I think DVD came out in 1997. I don't know why you're
1: complaining. I think it's cool.
0: What, DVD? Are we yeah. just going retro again like vinyl?
1: I'm not one of those image quality snobs like some of you people. I will watch a movie regardless of what format you're showing it to me on. So
0: No, they I at first when I saw that they were putting out movies on DVD only, I was I got the feeling that they were movies that they weren't like confident in. But I don't feel like this movie belongs in that category. Mm-hmm. So you know, it feels like a movie that would be very popular to no, me. No,
1: I think it's more about how much you can invest, not really how much support yeah, you want it, to Yeah,
0: because I guess the budget of the movie includes making the discs and all that stuff mm-hmm. at the end, right? So, hmm. Anyway, it is available now from Paramount. It's rated R. It's not for kids. No. Uh, and we recommend it as a hive mind. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Movie recommendations. Here's some movies that made me feel the same way as this movie. This is why I chose them. You're Ghost right. World.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah, I see that.
0: It has the same kind of sassy vibe to it. Is that would that be the sassy? One? Yeah, it's got like a kind of
1: snarky. Yes, snarky I, I know what you're vibe, saying. Yep.
0: Yeah. And the Girl Next Door with Timothy Oliphant also had like mm, a coming yes. of age. Well, the girl next door is almost a direct ripoff of risky business, but kind of twisted yeah. about a bit. But, true, uh, true. You get what I'm saying. Both of those movies gave me the vibe. This one did, so that's my recommendations.
1: All right, and mine are dun 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 dun. Let me get over to that. <gasps> Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse, because that also has like a doom and gloom but fun and young people and it's a different message but zombie stuff to me is this message like zombies aren't real i'm spoiler zombies aren't real in the real world what (laughs) but the concept that something like that can you know rip through your life and through the world you still just gotta keep going and i like that movie i think it's really fun it also reminds me of the other one scott pilgrim versus the world i love that movie And then my other recommendation is a classic. I don't think I've recommended it this year. As I look back through all of my um, recommendations, let me make sure I'm not lying to you. And it is called, because it's that time of year, uh, The Wizard of Oz. The Wizard of Oz. The original 1930. We're off to see The Wizard. 1932? 1937? Oh, my God, I've forgotten. 39. No. It might be. Oh, That detail slipped out of my brain in the last 53 years. But it's one of those movies I always watch on Thanksgiving at my grandma's house or if we were wherever we were, lay on the floor and watch our old, however many inches those TVs were, that down on the floor, as close to the TV as I could get. And uh, I feel like I might need to watch it very, very soon.
0: Well, luckily, we just got the 4K disc. Did we? The Wizard of Oz about two weeks ago. Perfect so maybe we were you're, for you're so handy I am <laughs> um, so yeah there are recommendations A Scully stuff I've been playing a lot of Watch Dogs Legion this week which I'm really enjoying I love the um, the, the thing What I thought was a gimmick about the game when they when they showed it at E3 at, like last year they said oh you can play anybody in the city I was like oh, that's gotta be a gimmick right or there's only like five people in the city really and they're all all, there's like five variations of people that you can play. That's what I thought it was going to amount to, but actually, it's not that. Like everybody in the city is playable. You have to uh, go and recruit them, and they all have a different, you know, job. They all have a different set of skills. So, like, let's I'll I'll put it this way. Let's say you find a painter and decorator. Now, his perk, if you if you play as him, will be. He's always got a van, you know, like a mm-hmm. painter and decorator would always have access to a van. And his other perk would be he can dress as a painter and decorator and if he's in a particular place where a painter and decorator would work, nobody really gives a crap about him and just lets him go oh, about his business. I see. So that applies to a painter and decorator. So when you get into the more exotic jobs, like I found... Well, is this an exotic? Jo- I found a prostitute. Let's say. Okay. Now she um, didn't have a car at all. She she didn't have a car, but she has access to um, money. She has quite a bit of money because she must be successful, and she can seduce people. So right on. She can, um, you know, stand. If you're trying to get in a place, she can. Put the guy off. Like, put the guy at the door and she can go and chat to him. And then he's not paying attention. And then you can sneak your other operative in. And then there's, like, really weird ones. Like, I found a guy in the middle of Trafalgar Square. And he's a street performer. And he's wearing a cool, like, top hat. And he's, like, a magician guy. Now, I recruited him. And what he can do is hypnotize people. Like, literally hypnotize people. He can also go up to a guard... You can press a button, he swings his little, um, what do you call it, pocket watch in front of it, the, and then they fall asleep. jeez So, he is very handy, because you can put everybody asleep and do your business. He really business. is. Yeah. And then you've got, like, just regular people in the world. I found a lady who, she's famous, so her perk, or not, maybe not a perk, is everybody recognises her. So, mm. when you're her and you're wandering down the street, people, like... You hear people saying, you, like, oh, look, there she is, there she is. And then you kind of look around, and all of a sudden, people are all taking, trying to take selfies with you. Now, okay. that can be handy as a distraction, but it's also kind of irritating, cause, and it makes you feel like, oh, yeah, I understand what famous people, <laughs> when people are just being assholes following them about. Um, there's all kinds of weird ones. I told you about this one the afternoon I was playing. I had a guy and his one of his traits was he has a heart murmur yes i was driving my car down the road and then my car became unresponsive and smashed into a wall my guy came the door flew open and my guy kind of fell out and it said your guy died randomly <laughs> from a heart attack oh my god i was like oh, oh <laughs> i wow. like that guy he was awesome so this game has like so many like neat little this just I keep figuring I keep finding things. I'm like I spend like I'm not doing the missions because I'm just going downtown where it's really busy and I'm pulling up my phone and I'm just looking at the statistics of everybody. I'm like, oh that lady over there, she's a helicopter pilot. That could be cool. I'll get a helicopter. Or that lady that guy over there is an MI six guy. He's like James Bond. he doesn't look like James Bond, but He's got, like, a really cool silence pistol and a really flashy car, you know? <laughs> like, there's all these different things. There's a chef who's got a chef's hat. His thing is just he has a chef's hat. I don't know how useful that is.
1: Maybe <laughs> he's not a chef.
0: No, he's a chef. But his perk is you can wear his chef's hat. Okay. That's all he can... That's the only... I guess so
1: people will think he's a chef if you want to sneak in the back of a in, restaurant. In a
0: restaurant, yeah. See, see so there's, like... It's kind of like this emergent gameplay type thing where you're like, okay, that man over there has got a chef's hat. So there's a, there's got to be a reason. It's not just he's got a chef's hat. What can I do with that guy Yeah, with his chef's hat? How can I figure out how to get in that building over there? Oh, I just saw a chef come out the back door. I will wait for the chef to come out, subdue the chef, and then go in with my chef's hat, and people won't really twig that I'm not supposed to be there. So... It's kind of got that Hitman vibe and it's also got that, you know, you really can be anybody. Like it's not, I thought they were joking and I thought that would be really super hard to pull off. That you can just be anybody. But you can. So that's Watch Dogs Legion, which is is excellent. I really love it.
1: We can tell. We all agree. You've talked about it a long Games time. Games that
0: are coming out this week, which are, this week the next generation consoles come out the PlayStation five and the Xbox series X. I tried to order a PlayStation five, but couldn't get one. It was very difficult. You know, right?
1: Yeah. None of us care, but sure. Sure. We know, we know what you're talking about. We feel your pain. Kind of.
0: I really want, I really always get a console on launch, but I could not find one. Uh, In fact, I could find one. It was the the PlayStation five has two editions. It has one with a disc drive and one without a disc drive. The one without the disk drive, I could get one. But I don't want that one. I want the one with the disk drive. (laughs) I mean, I don't want to not have a disk drive because I own loads of games. Because PlayStation 5 also plays everything from the PlayStation 4. So it would be silly to get one without the disk drive. But anyway, the new consoles come out this week. Along along with that come out some new games. Um, The new Assassin's Creed, which is Vikings. It's Valhalla. And the new Spider-Man Miles Morales game. And the, the Spider-Man game they put out a couple of years ago, Sony, was fantastic. This is a sequel to that. So that's what's coming out. Sidsaw, what's for dinner?
1: Well, what do you want for my birthday?
0: Uh, well, it's probably a question, what do you <laughs> want for your birthday?
1: Uh, I think Impossible Whopper sounds fine.
0: Impossible.
1: Impossible. That's what we have every time we have movie day. So it's not a big shock.
0: It is delicious. We only eat it once a week.
1: But I will say today I made my mother a nan bread with some ricotta cheese and lime Did juice. Did she like and it? Then I, yes, she loved it. And then I cooked some sweet potato with red onion, put that on top with a little curry powder. And then on top of that, I put on some fresh Parmesan cheese, put it in the oven, and then had it with... Um, this all sounds very pretentious, but it's just stuff with the regular sauce. This isn't anything fancy. And then I got some hummus, but not... Or hummus, however you say it. But not the um, chickpea kind. I got the kind made with soybeans, and then put that on the side. Oh my god, it was so good! Just tooting my own horn there.
0: On the um, on a completely unrelated note, <laughs> you just made me think of that movie. That actual scene where they sat talking and they're talking about monkeys on typewriters. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's hilarious. That.
0: <laughs> it is. Where she says like that's if, also
1: a real thing. Where she
0: says if if uh, a room full of monkeys were typing no, typewriters. No,
1: if you have an infinite number infinite of infinite number of
0: monkeys. Infinite, infinite
1: number, infinite number of monkeys, infinite number of typewriters, and an infinite amount of time—that eventually they will write everything that's ever been written by well, humans. Because just because you think it can't happen doesn't mean it won't happen. But like this it-
0: was my favorite. She said, she said all that that you just said, but then she said, and they would type up Shakespeare, and she went, the word Shakespeare. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then she went, no, the literally all of the works of Shakespeare. And she goes, they sound like pretentious monkeys.
1: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) These are some pretentious monkeys. That was a really
0: good uh, scene.
1: That reminds me of the two young ladies on Gogglebox. Yeah. (laughs) The two friends who sometimes... What's Gogglebox? Uh, Do you not know? Or do you want me to clarify for the people? The people, yeah. Gogglebox is a TV show in different countries... Where you watch people watch TV. And so the people sit on their couch in their chairs in their living rooms. And then they're watching clips from shows. They show you the clip and show them. And then they show them talking about it and reacting to it. Sounds super boring. And, and we, it
0: we r- indeed <laughs> said to each other, oh, that sounds stupid. That sounds really dumb, yeah. And then why, if, it, if we thought it sounded so stupid, why did we watch
1: it? You just got one because somebody was on it. That you wanted to see. Or they were talking about something you wanted to see, and then we were like, oh, well, that's pretty funny.
0: And then we just ended up watching all of it from every country.
1: Well, every country we've been able to find.
0: Yes. Very good. That was very... All right, what's your um, advice, and then we'll get out of it.
1: Uh, My advice is very short. You have one life. Regardless of what you think about how it is and what happens... Before you're alive, after you're dead, or whatever, you still only get one.
0: But what about reincarnation? No,
1: that's it. It's still the same life. You're just coming back in a different shape. It's still one life. And if you believe in reincarnation, then the idea of reincarnation is you keep growing. At some point, if a person fails too much, they don't keep getting a chance. I don't believe. You could correct me if I'm wrong. Or you're just in a loop for the eternal ever and ever of your one life. It's not another life you're getting. It's just like a little different scenery, (laughs) all right? You could be a tree or a dog or a porcupine or a person, whatever. I don't believe in any of that, but I'm just saying, you really only do get one. And when it's done, the only thing that you have is the people who have known you and who you have known. Now, if you are a different type of person from me and you, we're great and everything, but we're not out here... In the world, curing diseases, solving big problems, building better bridges, making the roads better, making laws. We're not leaders. We don't do any of that shit. We're just, you know, we're cogs in the machine. We just keep going. We consume and we buy and we contribute what we do and we keep going. So all we are, we, little people, will call us, (laughs) because I think that's hilarious. Um, I don't mean we're all little people. That's all we have. I will not leave a mark on this world. Other than with the people who have known me. Even if I draw a picture or take a photograph that's amazing and wonderful, which I have the potential to do, after a certain amount of time, if no one knows it was me and nobody gives a shit, it doesn't matter anymore that I created that thing. I'm done. I had a chance and I'm done. I find comfort in that. Not everybody does. You know, everybody's different, but you really do only get the one chance. So don't hurt people. Try to learn something, do something, make something, be something for somebody that they need. And then someday you might just explode spontaneously. (laughs) Or hopefully not. (laughs) Yuck. Hopefully not.
0: All right. So uh, thank you for that.
1: Yeah, it's great. uh, It's not a little super cheery.
0: Um, So did we stress that we like this movie? Nine out of ten? I would say. Yeah.
1: Nine out of ten. I think we gave a good explanation of our feelings of this movie got some uh, yeah it's
0: it's a good movie it's a good movie it's good alright so you can catch us on Twitter Facebook Instagram Google Play for this podcast iTunes TuneIn Spotify RSS feed if you've got one of those fancy smart speakers just ask it to say this say activate it then say listen to After the Show movie podcast on TuneIn it will play you the latest episode and if you don't, if you decide to stop it before the end, when you come back and say it again, it will play from where you left off. How cool so is how that?
1: excited you are? I love it.
0: I like that. Um, you can also email feedback to me, a ascoli, dot Don't email talk she hates everybody's guts.
1: I don't actually, especially hate- now she's. I she's actually old. don't hate anyone's guts. I appreciate whatever, as long as you're not a complete asshole and hard I hurt everybody you know um, we've all got a chance
0: and finally stay classy and don't spontaneously (laughs) explode
1: and I'm gonna say think for yourselves or someone will do it for you